This is Bob Rourke with Business Leaders Podcast, and we're broadcasting or putting together the podcast on a Saturday morning with Danette Gossett of Gossett Marketing out of Miami, Florida. Danette and I have been friends for years, and she's working hard with her clients during this COVID crisis. Danette, thanks for taking time today. No, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to give me a buzz today. You know, one of the things I always recognize is I always enjoy the accent. You've got that Florida accent down to a T. Actually, it's more Southern than Florida, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) mine will come out and it'll be bad. But what we wanted to talk about this morning is we're going to have shorter versions. And, you know, in the current lockdown COVID virus marketplace, there are a lot of business owners out there. And Danette works with business owners and has for years and years and years. And so I thought we'd get some insights from Danette And what we were talking about to talk about in this small piece is if you're a business owner and you find yourself stuck in the mud or paralyzed, what should you do? And Danette's got some great insights. We thought we'd put those together. Danette? And it's not just business owners. It's, I think, even marketing departments. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people just are not the business owners, the businesses themselves. A lot of them are paralyzed in understanding what in the world am I supposed to do? I mean, you hear about people binging on Netflix, being bored um, at home. And I'm like, who are these people? Where do they work? Or we're working that they are bored at home because I'm working 11 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to make sure that my clients are getting the attention they need and getting things out there that they need. And a lot of people are, they're like, okay, first I think they were seeing this as, okay, I get a couple of weeks of vacation. Now this is a much longer term issue. And people, are, yes, are very worried about their income and the economy, but they're scared. They don't know what to do. And they look at their business, no matter what size it is, and they've had to close their doors or let off their employees or all their employees are scattered in remote locations. And they're like, well, are they really working? Are they not working? Will they do what I tell them to? And what do I do? And they're stopped. They just can't seem to get a grip as to, okay, where do I start? It just seems so overwhelming. You know, all the information that's out there, all that their business is out there. You know, I gave up on trying to do all the SBA loans and the PPP loans and all that. I gave it to my expert. I gave it to my accountant to do. It's not my expertise. So why should I be spending my time putting that, those types of things together? Just let the experts do it. So, you know, get rid of some of those things that are paralyzing you because you're spending your time not on your business. You know, not even in your business. I mean, you're just trying to ride the wave. So that's one of the things that, you know, you need to put that aside. Um, The next thing that after you put all that aside is to really look at your customer base. Who are they? You know, where are you getting most of your revenue during normal times? You know, is it that standard 80-20 rule where 20% of your your customers are giving you 80% of your revenue? And if so, what can you do for those 20% of your customers now? Have you reached out to them? What are you doing for them? Because that's your bread and butter and you need to pay attention to them. So that's kind of first step. You know what strikes me is there's the business owner that's been doing this, right? And they've, they've already been doing this. And then you got the business owner that maybe hasn't been doing that. And so by omission, maybe you kind of look like, you go like, I'm a little late to the party. And so what I think is if you're going to reach out to your clients and go, you know, I was thinking about how best to approach the message to you guys, my valued clients. I said, I was setting back trying to assess 
and said, so what I did is the same thing that perhaps you should be doing is I went down first and wrote down everything that I could think of that concerned me. So if I'm rather than worrying about the entire planet and everything else that's going on, write down, and I'm a fan of writing everything down. And so then I can prioritize what's important. Yep. <laughs> Both of us are waggling these things around that we've been writing down. And so that if you go through and you go, okay, what's the one thing out of your list of things that are concerned? If it's cash flow, figure it out. You know, if it's debt schedule, then take and talk to the lenders. You know, if you've got a bunch of software stuff that you pay money for, talk to the software provider and see if they'll take and lower your fee or drop you down a level if you don't need it. But the net effect, if you're already doing this, like Danette's already doing it, you know, you've got a leg up on being you know, visible to your clients. If you haven't, first order of business is go through, list down all the things that got you paralyzed. And then when you talk to your clients, what would you say, Danette, to the client if you haven't been in touch with them in the past couple of weeks? It's not too late. A lot of people, they feel it is too late. And so they think, oh, and now I'll look like an idiot coming out and talking to them. Well, if you don't, you've got to say something soon. You need to be out there. And it's not like you want to contact them every single day, but you do want to be in touch. You know, Give them a call. I have clients actually reaching out to me. I've, I've gotten a number of calls this past week where I just wanted to call, see how you're doing. I saw your emails, wanted to touch base. You know, are you okay? You know, what can we do? I know we're not spending money right now, but you know, what should we be thinking about? And so some of them are reaching out to me, even though, you know, I've sent them notes or called, but you know, I can't get to all of them, um, you know, in the same week. So it's nice that they're actually reaching out to me and they're, you know, that's what should be happening. There's needs to be conversations going on. And so if you haven't started reaching out to your customers, if you have them, one of those people Netflix binging, then, you know, get off the couch, get into, find yourself a remote place for an office every day, get dressed, take a shower, get dressed, get out of your sweatpants, get in front of your computer and start, just start. I mean, that's, that's the, the thing. Put yourself on the schedule. Um, yes, you may be juggling your kid's school, but you know, they've got class times. So if their class starts at nine, you start at nine. If they get a break at 10, you take a little break at 10. They go back to class at 10.15, you get back to work at 10.15. You know, put yourself on the schedule and start making a list of all the clients that you want to reach out to and the message that you want to give them. The first message is, I'm still here. We are working. We are, we're here to help you. What can I do for you? Depending on what your business does. You know, if you are a an accounting firm, you know, okay, I can help you um, put together your PPP loans. Um, I can put to help you, you know, get ahead of the next tax filing. I can help you with some tax planning. I can help you do a lot of different types of things. So that's one of the things that people need to, to think about. What is my new message? Because you don't want to go out there and really try and sell something to somebody that's inappropriate. You know, it's not inappropriate to say, listen, I have something that might be helpful to you during these times. But at the same token, you want to be able to make sure that they know that you're going to still be here after this is over. Research has shown that companies that stay in touch and help during these times are the ones that are going to grow faster when it's over. We've all seen a downturn in business. I, I mean, other than you know Amazon and Walmart and people that are shopping like crazy to buy all the toilet paper up, 
I mean, they are seeing increases and they're hiring, but most every other company is seeing a downturn in their revenues because people aren't out and about. They're not shopping the way they used to. They're not buying. They're not doing what they used to do. So companies, I mean, from I was on a, a call yesterday and it was with a guy that does backside of the events. Well, you know, all the events are canceled. What is he doing? You know, to make sure people know that he's still around. Well, now he's working to put together better Zoom meetings, um, help people put together videos that they can use in their Zoom meetings for outreach and different things like that. Whereas before, I mean, he really was one of those people sitting on the couch, Netflix binging, because he was paralyzed. He didn't know what to do because his business just dried up overnight. One weekend, a weekend a couple of weeks ago, all of a sudden, all of his conventions and meetings all over the country canceled in two days. You know, I, I think that you know, there's that shock factor to start with. Yes. And then you kind of, then you got to wake up and dust yourself off and you go, how do I proceed? And, you know, and I think for a lot of them, you know, you talk to your clients and everybody has clients that are, some are more frank than others yes. and some understand more than others. And, and I think if you talk and go, what, what do you see? What are you experiencing? What do you need? How can I help? And it's not necessarily any of that has to sell. And, you know, they say, I need this particular, you know, help. And you go, I know somebody in my network that can help you with that problem. Can I make that introduction for you? And so I think that you can be seen as a center of influence, which yes. is extremely important, I think, in this environment to be seen as a center of influence. Absolutely. Um, thought leadership, like you're talking about here. If you're stuck, what do you do? And I think that's extremely important as well. You know, because then at least if you start writing down what bothers you, get an action plan in place, then you start feeling less helpless. Yes. And that's, and, the, that's the key is I have some people that, that are, um, that they said, my God, you just, you know, you're working so hard, you know, you need to take a break, you know, and, and step back. And I'm like, well, I can and I will at certain times. It's a but, you know, I have things that need to be done. And for me, being in action is better than sitting around doing nothing and trying to meditate. Like, you know, meditation is fabulous, but it's like, I'm not making things happen. And if I'm not making things happen, I'm not happy. And so, I, I mean, I've been in business 28 years now and I've seen a lot of downturns. And so this I, is a once in a lifetime event every 10 years. It's what it not, is. Yes, it, it truly yeah. is. I mean, I'm, I've been through, and actually, you know, 2001 and 2008 was like 10 years. And, you know, I've been through a lot of them and I've survived. And I think it's because, you know, I follow my own advice in the sense that I sit down, okay, what can we do to pivot at this point in time? You know, what's bothering me? What, what can I do to make, make that curve flatten out like they're trying mm -hmm. to do for the virus? What can I do to flatten that curve out for me personally in my business? And I think if companies look at that and say, okay, what do I need to do to pivot? You've got a lot of companies now that have either shuttered their doors or like, let's take restaurants. I drove through Coconut Grove um, the other day. I'd go to the post office and, and I missed the mailman. So I had to go to the post office and actually drop something off and uh, through the drive-thru, didn't get out, social distancing. And, <laughs> and I hadn't been out because I, I am sequestered. I am staying kind of very, um, being very good about staying at home. And I drove down our main 
food fair street where all our restaurants are. And there were several restaurants that had big signs that said, we are delivering, we have takeout, they had specials, and then others that were totally shuttered. Now, I was at one last night. And what they did is, is call the order in. And when you get in the parking lot, text us and we'll bring it out to you. Exactly. And I mean, it was a beehive. Oh, you yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. My dad did that for Sunday dinner. He went to a place over, they live over in Cape Coral. And he's like, they were running a special turkey dinner for two for $20. Mm-hmm. And so he called it in. He drove over there and, you know, they didn't hand it to him. They opened the back door, put it in the back seat, yep. you know. And he drove off and he goes, it was the best thing ever. And mm-hmm. I think companies, especially restaurants that are able to take advantage of doing that are going to come out on the other end much better because some people are trying them for the first time. So they're gaining new customers. Some of them are offering discounts, you know, like that $20 dinner for two so that there's going to bring in new customers or bring back loyal customers. And, you know, because right now money is tight. So am I going to go and buy a gourmet meal necessarily? Maybe not, but maybe I will spend 20 bucks for a turkey dinner for two. I can't fix it for that. So, um, you know, they're making driving down Commodore Plaza in Coconut Grove the other day. It was scary because there was nobody on the streets, but there were several restaurants that had these signs and that's where the cars were. Well, you know, I, I think about it. You know, for all of us, you know, I think the national statistic in the restaurants is the typical family household eats out three times a week. You know, it could be lunch, could be dinner, it could be, you know, and, and whatnot. Yeah. And so I think about for the restaurant that's trying to think about it, how do you reach out to your clients and says, do you have an email list? If you don't have one, can you start building a text list and make sure when you ask, send me a text for your order that you put your name on right. it so they can take and go, okay, I've got their name. Here's their text. And pretty soon you can start text marketing. Hey, tonight we're going to have a special or whatever. But the point behind today's deal, so we don't make it too long, is if you find yourself stuck and you feel paralyzed and the world is going to end and so on, then you go, okay, fine, the world ended. Then it doesn't matter anymore. But if it doesn't end, then you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and lead from the front. Get to work. Get to work. And, you know, some of the things that people are doing quite well right now, and if you're not doing it right now, is looking at their social media. You know, mm-hmm. are your profiles up to date? What have I mean, that's an easy thing to start doing right away. Okay, let me update my profiles. Have you asked for testimonials or referrals lately? And we should do that on the next episode. Yes, we could. Danette, I think for today's snackable version of something to do, all right, is if you find yourself stuck, all right, we're going to take in, this is a mechanism to get unstuck. Make a list, prioritize your list, yes. figure out, What's the most important thing that you can do? Start calling your clients and then reflect on what you're hearing and go, how do I solve the problems that my clients have? Yes. And so I think that's good. And Danette, you know, and what we didn't talk about is, Danette, you have a wealth of experience with business owners in the Miami area. You were involved with Chamber of Commerce? Yes, I'm on the executive committee for the Greater Miami Chamber of Commerce, and I have been their chair of membership and marketing for the last four years. So my term is up, you, coming up soon. So I'm really... Uh, and you had leadership positions all through the years, though. Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've done and a lot so, of different things for, the, for, the, for not only the Greater Miami Chamber, but also the Coral... I'm the past chair of the Coral Gables Chamber of Commerce. So I've done a lot for them as well. So, uh, so you've seen businesses for a long, long time and very successful in yours. So, Danette, I think for this small or shorter version, 
we'll call it good and we'll take and put together another one to start talking about how to start. We're using uh, the social media for outreach and how to make sure the messaging is good. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. Thanks, Danette. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet.